Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Holy moly, what a beautiful day on the North Oregon coast. It's amazing. You know, something interesting about Februarys around here is that we always get like a week or two of really nice weather in February. And it tricks everybody into believing that spring has arrived. And they all get ready for their gardening and they get ready for, you know, springtime activities. And then the winter comes rolling back in and we get freezing temperatures and snow and just horrible weather for another few months. But for some reason in February, we get some really nice weather and this is killer. I mean, everybody's coming into the store today just super happy, very energetic. Um, people are in a good mood, which is really surprising considering what's going on in the economy right now. You know, uh, about seven, eight months ago, I did a video talking about what I expect to happen in the next six months. And I said, the, uh, said that things are probably going to be looking pretty good over the next six months, considering all the stimulus packages and all the effort, and easy money and everything that was going into the economy at the time, that everybody would be feeling pretty good about what was happening. But now here we are about ready to head into a monetary tightening cycle. And this is not something that a lot of people I feel, excuse me, I just had one, but this is not something that I feel a lot of people are quite prepared for. Like, I don't know if they quite understand what it's going to be like when you go into a continuous monetary tightening, rising of interest rates, uh, asset price depreciation, this is a very strange environment for most people. I mean, you know, if you are into real estate and you have been in real estate for the last 10 years, you're probably gonna have a very difficult time trying to understand what it's like seeing house prices go down or not continuously go up. And this is something that a lot of people, I don't think are gonna be quite prepared for. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people like the way they, uh, the way they support themselves or support their standard of living is by having appreciation of asset prices. And when these asset prices go up, whether it's due to refinancing or selling off of the assets or however it goes, this is how a lot of people are anticipating on getting the money they need to live. And if you're in a if you're in a situation in which that the asset prices don't go up, they actually go down, and you're not prepared for that, you're going to find yourself in a very tight spot, you know, just right along with the money tightening cycle. So I'm going to leave a couple of links down in the description for you guys that you can see the issues are already starting to arise. Now, I don't think that we are going to have the real estate problem with, like, residential as much as we are going to have a real estate problem with the commercial real estate. That's probably gonna end up being a lot bigger issue going into the future than the residential stuff, only simply because if you go and follow the links down in the description and go and take a look at them, a lot of the re remote working that had taken place during the pandemic is not going back to the office. They are going to stay in remote which means that there's not a lot of office space that's gonna be needed like it once was prior to the pandemic. And 
this is going to put a lot of pressure on that real estate, on that commercial real estate. If people aren't going to go back to work, then there's really no need for them anymore. And then not to mention that the crime, the crime to retail establishments is getting unreal. It's like turning into a situation in which that stores are now closing down simply because they cannot handle the amount of crime and thievery that has taken place. And that to me is a telling sign of things to come. That you have this separation of like this inequality that has taken place that these roving gangs can now, you know, coordinate themselves in such a way that they just stampede a store, take whatever they want with almost zero resistance to it. And this is like turning into their way of life. I mean, they're stealing these things and going like turn around and selling them back on the internet. I mean, this is like, this is obviously not something that is sustainable. So at some point here in the future, you're going to start seeing a lot more of these stores closing down. And the only way you're really able to acquire anything is if it's shipped to you, if it's mailed to you. Now, obviously, not everything is going to go away as far as stores go, but like these big retail outlets and stuff, they're suffering from from these uh, from this massive amount of, of basically shoplifting taking place. But it's not like the the online purchases and distribution network is working awesome for online sales as well because we're already learning from things that are happening like down in LA that these trains and containers, they're just constantly getting broken into and just straight up stolen before it could even get delivered. So this crime wave that has taken place is probably going to be pushing a recession, a recession just simply because of the loss of profit that is gonna be coming from. It's going to push the prices ever higher and separate the separate the the old from the new. I mean, I don't know quite how to say it, but it's like, you know, as far as like retail outlets go, that's going to be very difficult to to maintain going into the future. And I can only see like things getting progressively worse as the interest rates begin to rise and. We're already seeing like the market's anticipation of interest rates rising and what it's doing to like mortgages already. You see the, the mortgage rates are going up. Mortgage applications are dropping. Home sales are not as prevalent as they once were. And really it's a lot has to do with just people simply being priced out of the market because of those asset price appreciations. And then, and then the interest rates are just not allowing them to be able to make payments any longer. I mean, that's something that's going to be pretty prevalent going into the future here. So I would imagine the next six months are going to look pretty much completely opposite of the last six months where everybody was like euphoric and happy and thinking that everything was just awesome and the economy is booming and everything is just going to be just hunky-dory. Well, that's going to turn around to a constant thought of recession and downturns and prices like asset prices not going up and people being foreclosed on and layoffs and stuff like that i mean this is going to be basically what's 
going to have to happen for the next six months as the irrational exuberance from the low interest rates gets cleared out. It's kind of like looking at it, uh, looking at it like a wildfire. You know, we have this massive underbrush growth that has taken ha that has happened. It's very dangerous for the for the forests. But if you have a clearing out of that dead undergrowth, or you know the basically the which would be like equivalent to the malinvestments those zombie co corporations if you have a clearing out of all that system and you don't push it too far well that's going to be really good for the economy now it sucks for the people who have to suffer the consequences from it i mean granted i had to go through it myself but what when you come out the other side at least you have somewhat more of a clean slate and we're noticing like right now there's a lot of talk about the recession, but in my opinion, a lot of these corporations have already been funded. Like that happened during the pandemic with the special purpose vehicles and the markets trying to front run the Federal Reserve by buying up into the corporate debt before the Federal Reserve had a chance to. I think that has put a lot of these corporations in a very unique position to be able to handle the downturn of a recession simply because they have already been funded. They don't have to worry about a bailout. Now, if it's a zombie corporation who is reliant, like continuously rolling over old debt into new debt, those corporations are probably going to be suffering here going into the future. And I wish I could tell you who those companies are, but until they actually become exposed, then it would just be anybody's guess. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. We're just going to watch this ship go by and we'll call it a day. <laughs> Uneducated economists. You guys let me know.